Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Before I gave it to you last week, I had a feeling I was going to mess up the quote that Nina gave me Friday before last. She told Erica immediately after the service. (laughs) And I gave her a call. And I got it right here. What if you woke up this morning with only what you thanked God for yesterday. Yeah, I got convicted when I heard that one too. We have so much to be thankful for. Whether we're on the mountaintop or in the valley. And we've camped out at Philippians chapter 4. And what do you do when you camp? You stay there. I like sitting around the fire with the men's retreat when we go camping. So we're just going to stay here a little while. At least today, one more week. I think that makes it three and that's okay. So if you would turn to Philippians chapter 4. And if you're able, would you stand out of reverence as we read Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, 
whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Reading through those things just made me realize all those things we're to think about are things that will make us give thanks and praise to God. Verse 9. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the peace of God will be with you. Lord, we do thank you this morning for your word. We do thank you for all we've been blessed with. Lord, you've been so generous, so gracious in all the blessings you've poured out on us. And Lord, we return to you our praise and thanksgiving. Bless us now as we spend a few minutes in your word. And Lord, I pray you bless me as I preach your word. We pray these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. May be seated. The Greek word that Paul uses there in verse 6 is Eucharistios. Well, that sounds a lot like Greek. Exactly. That sounds a lot like Eucharist. And Eucharist, well, what's that? That's the Lord's Supper, huh? Which, by the way, we're going to share together next week. So if you're watching online or listening to the podcast, have the elements ready. And if you go back and look at the Greek word in Luke chapter 22, you see, Then verse 17 and 19, Jesus, what does he do? And we do it every time we share in communion together. It says, after he had given thanks, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples. Think about that evening. And what he was about to go through. What he was about to suffer. I'm pretty sure the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the wine in the new covenant. Didn't necessarily bring happy thoughts to Jesus. Think of what he knew he was doing and had to go through and what he do. He gave thanks. Wow. Similar Greek word there. 
verse 6 of Philippians 4 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. With prayer and petition, thanksgiving, present your request to God. That's the no whining song we heard earlier. But it's hard not to complain or whine when stuff is coming at us. But we're reminded to present our request to God with thanksgiving. Daniel chapter 6. I'm actually going to start in verse 31 so you little get a little bit of the context and just a little refresher on Daniel's life. When he was a teenager, he was captured by the Babylonians, taken away from his home, most likely castrated and put into the service. I would complain about that. And then he lived away from home his entire life. He didn't even get to go back to visit. I like going home to visit. And we know, as you spend time reading Scripture, that the Lord did amazing things in Daniel's life. And he poured out amazing blessed blessings. And he raised him up to be a leader in a foreign land. I complain about stuff Sometimes my homeland and our home country does. And here Daniel is, remaining faithful to the Lord in a foreign land. And now there's a new leader who's going to set new rules that impede on Daniel's faith. Who's this new leader? Verse 31 of chapter 5. Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. It pleased Darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom with three administrators to rule over them, one of whom was Daniel. The satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. How did Daniel get there? Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 9. He practiced that as he was following his Lord. I guarantee it. 
how do you think that made the other administrators feel? Yeah, they were jealous. Verse 4. At this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel and his conduct of government affairs. But they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him. Because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, we will never find anything, any basis for charges against this man, Daniel. Because it has something to do with the law of his God. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. So, the administrators and the satraps went as a group to the king and said, O King Darius, live forever. We call those brown noses where I came from. Sorry, Pastor Nathaniel's not being appropriate. Oh, King Darius lived forever. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or man during the next 30 days, except to you, O king, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, O king, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. Now, and I apologize if the rest is not on the screen. I may not have given it to the, to the guys in the back. So, now, when Daniel learned the decree that had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows were open towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. Couple things I want us to notice there. First, and thank you, Nina, for being obedient and sharing this. And I'm reading a book that I highly recommend. Actually, I highly recommend anything by Andrew Murray. He was a South African preacher. So, hey, you know he had a cool accent. So he has to be a good writer. So anything by Andrew Murray. But this is about being a student in the school of prayer. Some of it's heavy sledding. But it's still good reading because you never know when you might read something 
that then the Holy Spirit says through somebody else. And what I'm reading, and what Nina pointed out to me, is this. You ever wonder why sometimes your prayers aren't being answered? Or you ever wonder why sometimes you can't focus in prayer? I fall asleep when I pray. I get distracted often. Posture matters. If you feel convicted, I did too. My knees pop when I get down on them. Won't blame it on getting old and Lyme disease. But posture matters. And what did Daniel do? He got down on his knees. And after he got down on his knees to pray, what did he do? He gave thanks. That's not what I do. I get angry and I complain. That's okay. We're human, aren't we? Guess what? I'm not Daniel and neither are you. So don't compare yourself. But there's things we can learn from other people. I boo-hoo. I complain. Oh, can you believe they're going to do this to me? And it's a lie. Daniel gave thanks to God. Again, kind of like last week, mindset matters. And he focused on the things he had to be thankful for. Hey, if you don't know how the story ends, let me tell you. They throw Daniel in the lion's den because he's faithful. The angels keep the mouths of the lions shut. King Darius, full of guilt, goes to the lion's den and says, Daniel, are you in there? And I love this. Daniel replies, O king, live forever. I think God and Daniel had a sense of humor, right? And then it's a nasty ending for all those people who plotted against Daniel. And scripture says, in one of Paul's letters, I read it this morning, the Lord will cause trouble for those who trouble his people. Well, this trouble was nasty. All those people who plotted were thrown in the lines, and not just them, but their families too. That's nasty. They got torn to pieces. Bloody ending. And then King Darius made a decree that everybody should worship the real God. Even in the bad time, he praised, he thanked. Things turned out all right for Daniel. Hey, how about this? And I'll keep it short because 
the shortest verse in the Bible is in this chapter. So if you're working on memorizing scripture, John 11:35, Jesus wept. His friend Lazarus had died. Martha and Mary were broken and weeping. We know Jesus was at the grave. We've heard this story. We know what Jesus is going to do for Lazarus. What everybody around is going to witness. But I want you to notice something new. That Jesus prayed after he wept. Anytime's a good time for Thanksgiving. It goes with everything. What did Jesus pray when he was weeping? Before he did his greatest miracle. John chapter 11, verse 41. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, don't miss this. I thank you. That you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said that for the benefit of those standing here. That they may believe you sent me. Do you see all that he puts in this prayer? I thank you that you heard me. So what do other people know? That God hears our prayers. Our prayers don't fall on deaf ears. And he prayed this to not only thank God, but what about his love here for our benefit, for the benefit of everybody who heard? Eucharisto. That's what Jesus did there. So I close with this verse. Another good one to memorize. First Thessalonians 5.18 You may already have it memorized. Hey, and you know what? That verse I was telling you about, told you I saw it. It's right across the page for me. God is just. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you. I'll stop there and get back on track. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 Oh, you know what? 16 to 18 is really good. It goes with everything we've talked about in the last three weeks. So I'll close with this verse. And after I read it, We'll stand for a benediction. 
Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Would you stand? Lord, we do thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you that you are a good God. You so love us. You so love this world. Lord, we thank you this morning for this time together. Lord, we thank you for this life. Help us in our walk with you. Help us as we follow you. Lord, we know because you promised Jesus you didn't say everything will be easy. You didn't say everything would always work out our way. I pray for those preachers who preach that. Jesus, you said in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Thank you, Lord. That not only have you overcome the world, you are with us. And we praise you that in you we are overcomers. Lord, thank you. There are so many blessings we could thank you for. And those times we want to complain. Maybe even after we complain. Lord, help us. Help us give you thanks and give you praise. We love you, Jesus. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Here's your blessing. Are you ready for it? Repeat after me. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Go and be blessed. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.